the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jairus' daughter. So 
life, we have a little bit of image of that to start with uh, in Mark's gospel today. Um, but this urgency and the board uh, shines brightly in this early parts of Mark's gospel. And we see from the reading, the Old Testament reading, why that authority is, is so necessary because um, it says, um, if you're a prophet, okay. But if you're not a prophet and you begin to proclaim in the Lord's name, then you should be put to death. And so what that, what that meant was there weren't a lot of people willing to take that risk of claiming God. So most of the scribes would get up and, and preach like, Rabbi so-and-so says this, and Rabbi so-and-so says that, and it's found in this, that this is the teaching, and they taught always by quoting somebody else, because it was a little risky to be putting your own self out there, because if it didn't come to pass, maybe you'd find yourself, maybe not stoned anymore at this point, but at very least, cast out, right? And so the tradition, the tradition of teaching then becomes not about the word of the Lord. It becomes a, about a bunch of other people, right? And so Jesus puts all that aside. Jesus goes to the temple and begins to preach the word of the Lord. The kingdom of God is at hand begins to proclaim God's teachings just like he does in the Sermon on the Mount and other things. And there, these words, and this was like a shock to people. What is this? What is this teaching? Some people were probably amazed. We always use that word amazed by, oh, by everybody thinking it's great, wonderful. Amazed isn't always good and wonderful. You might be amazed that someone had, you know, like, they're amazed at that person cut wine at Six Flags. Like, it isn't necessarily like a good thing all the time, right? If you're amazed at something that's just different. So some people were amazed in a good way. Other people were amazed by going tattling, which is why the Pharisees, you know, came after him. And plus he cast out this demon on a Sabbath, doing work, right? And so people are got mad about that later on down the line. Um, but this is Jesus' authority, right? That he, that he continues to proclaim when he gets, when, when he's challenged a little bit later on for healing the man with a hand on the Sabbath. He goes, what better day to heal than on the Sabbath? What better day there should be to have rest than on the Sabbath? Should this person not rest? Should this person who's um, filled with a demon not rest and have that demon cast out of him? What better day than this? So, the authority of Jesus, the urgency of following Jesus is, is why wait, right? Drop your nets, come and follow. It's impossible, really. It's impossible to just preach this passage without remembering what happened um, just a couple verses ago. Drop your nets, come follow. Um, come after. The kingdom of God is at hand. Why wait one more day? In some ways, this is the this is the, the message um, a little bit in, in Paul's uh, message to the Corinthians in his letter to the Corinthians, when he begins to talk about um, food offered to idols and 
other than this is just one of the little, the little topics that, that happen in the midst of this. But really the, the point is, is the love that comes from following the living God, right? Knowledge puffs up, love builds up is how this all starts. It's, it's fine, it's fine that you know that you can eat whatever you want to eat. However, know your environment and the people that are around you, and maybe that's not the thing for you to do. If somebody's grown up um, their whole entire life, because pretty much, you know, there's no, there's no angles, right? There's no Walmart that you're going and getting your meat. You get your meat generally cooked like at the little place right outside the temple where the cow was just offered, or the goat was just offered. I mean, nobody's, nobody's eating anything, generally speaking, that isn't offered to something. And so everything, all the meat is offered to an idol or into some temple or whatever, and now is, is being consumed. And you say, okay, well, there's no, these idols, these gods aren't real. Right, so I can eat whatever I want to eat, doesn't really matter. Except for the person over here, that's in their mind um, an unholy thing. And um, maybe that takes away from their, their faith. Um, and you don't know how they respond. And so Paul says, yeah, you're right. You're right. As, as anybody who's, you know, lived had to work in an environment or is married or anything else, being right isn't all that. Right? It doesn't always matter that you're right. Right? Sometimes not everybody wants to be around the person who's always right. What matters more is, is compassion and humility and, and love. And can you put yourself aside, put your knowledge aside and, and look out of someone else, which is um, the gospel message all the way through the Good Samaritan. You know, love one another as, as you want people to love you, that, that whole type of thing um, that, that this message is. And it ties back into what it is to be a follower of Jesus. Be in the kingdom of God. To break free of, of not just um, the demonic that's in the synagogue, not just the, the sickness of the sin of the world, but to break free of, of not knowing God fully and truly as Jesus proclaims, as Jesus begins to teach, as Jesus begins to reveal God is. Um, not just one where you need to be afraid. We, we, we pray the, the, our antiphon about the fear of the Lord. That fear is not fear like being afraid of God. That fear is being in awe of God, right? The majesty of God. But there's a lot of people that, and, that, that are afraid of God. They're afraid they proclaim in God's name that they're going to be struck down like that Old Testament passage was as, as, a, as a false prophet. They're afraid of, of this step. They're afraid of going to the, to the temple and, and 
being sacrificed to idols, or whatever idol exists for you today, we all have our own idols. We don't need to be afraid. We have a who's come to us in Jesus to proclaim the kingdoms at hand. We have a God who's gone to the cross for us. We have a God who's been raised to life for us. We have a God who sent us the Spirit of God to live in us, to dwell within us. Thank you. 